You ready to win today? Me too. So let's go. Welcome to the Win at Life podcast, where we tackle any business or life topic that can have a positive impact on our lives. I'm your host, Wayne Walsh. Connect with me on social media and represent as a Win at Lifer by visiting wewinatlife.com. Welcome to the Win a Life Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is your host, as always, Wayne Walsh. And today, we're going to talk about something I've noticed folks have really taken an interest in, which is really a no-brainer, right, when I say this, but it's money. Some of our highest trending episodes are around money, and um, also, it looks like you know, a lot of our audience members are in the millennial range. We have listeners of all ages, but there's really a spike in listeners um, between the ages of 23 and 34, millennials. So what I wanted to do during this episode is to actually do a special ep- episode, excuse me, for our millennial audience um, on actions that millennials can take right now during the pandemic to make more money. Now, it's qu- with a caveat, obviously, it's make more money now or in the future, obviously, too. And I remember back in 2008, and a lot of you have heard the stories of 2008, and just really trying to think about any of the lessons uh, or anything I could use from back then to share with you right now. Because in 2008, as a lot of you are aware of, there was a recession, obviously much different than this global pandemic. But what the recession involved was really, you know, people losing their jobs like they are now. Um, and people, you know, really being restricted on, on cash and, and ways to make money. So I think that is one parallel there around money that we can kind of look at and see if there's any, any lessons. Uh, so one thing I could say is, you know, if you do still have a job, you're in a great space, obviously. And in t- 2008, 2009, I still had a job. And so what I'd recommend there, you know, even if you just look at my story, what what I did in that case was just double down on everything. So I worked as many hours as I could. I actually, so we're going to break this down into a couple of, couple of different uh, pieces here. You know, I worked as many hours as I could. The second thing that I did was, you know, double down on the courses I was taking at the time because I was in graduate school. You know, you've kind of heard the saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? You don't want to necessarily just uh, be going to school or just uh, work one job because, you know, what if something happens with one of those, in one of those areas, you know, the, the great thing about, me being involved in not just those two things, but I also had started a business, the third business, 
which was really uh, one that led to the creation of the Wise We Company. But I was involved in a lot. I was involved in, I had the job. Um, I also had another side job as well where I was involved with student consulting services, which was like a precursor to the Wise We Company. I was in graduate school and then, like I said, was, you know, thinking about what kind of a business to start and working on that whole process as well, because it is a process building out your business plan, your marketing plans, determining if you're going to have a partner, researching the industry you want to get in. So there was a lot involved back then as far as um, in each of those categories that I just mentioned. So what can you do today? I mean, just looking at what I did, I had my hands in a lot of different things and doubled down around 2008, 2009, doubled my efforts in all of those categories. And they each kind of complemented each other as well. So if we're talking about money, even from a money perspective, I had my core job, but then I also had that you know, part-time student-based job. I believe at one point I was a finance tutor as well. That supplemented my main income. And then, you know, obviously I was in grad school. And so I was playing, I was, you know, strategically thinking about money in the short term, like in the current term in order to be able to pay my bills, but also thinking long-term as far as um, making sure I was in grad school, making sure I was learning what I needed to learn to make money in the future as well, and also working on my business to make sure I was going to be making money in the future as well. This episode is being brought to you by WeWinAtLife.com. During this COVID-19 crisis, we updated our site, with a business support tab that lists some of our favorite tools that we've both used internally and for our clients over the years. These are tools that you can use to start or grow a business. And in the coming weeks, we'll continue to add to that support page. So visit wewinatlife.com to see some of the partners we work with. So these are some of the things that someone could do right now. If if you do have your job, uh, you know, why not work as many hours as you can at that job and enroll in school? Now, I will say, no, you don't need a degree. A degree is not a solution in every situation. So this is not a solution just that everybody can just take and, and run with it. Obviously, you have to sit with your own friends, family, advisors, and yourself and make decisions on what you want to do. But all I can do is share kind of what I personally went through 2008, 2009. Looking at that story, you know, if you're just working right now and you, let's say you are putting in some extra hours, well, you could also enroll in a program. And it doesn't even have to be necessarily a college or university level program like I did. I did an MBA specializing in entrepreneurship and I tutored finance, you could do a class on like Udemy. That's something we're looking at doing in the 
2021 is to create some courses on Udemy and Teachable and some of these other platforms and also provide these courses just uh, through our private When at Life Entrepreneurs group as well. So some will be hosted on those platforms I mentioned. Some will be only for people and members in our When Life Entrepreneurs group. So check out those low-cost courses. Obviously, there's going to be a, a difference between taking an online, you know, lower cost course through some of these platforms and attending a traditional school. We won't get into all of that right now, but I'll say that I'm sure there's value. I'm sure you'd agree there's value in both. There's information in both. There's learning in both, which is why Udemy and Teachable and these other platforms have become so popular. You have people who have learned on the subject matter themselves who are now then turning around and imparting that information, sharing that information, teaching that information to others. Starting a business, another option right now. Uh, and, and I'll do a little caveat here. And I would love to start like a, I don't know, book club or entrepreneurs uh, video or movie or TV uh, club as far as what are you watching right now? What are you watching right now? What are you reading right now? I think reading and watching things to feed your mind is something you could certainly be doing right now. It's something that I'm doing. One program, and and by the way, they're not paying me to say this or talk about these programs, but uh, I think it was called um, Undercover Billionaire, I believe. Something like that. Um, Discovery produced it, and the whole concept was what happens when you drop a billionaire off in the middle of anywhere, anywhere that Discovery decided, and you give them nothing but $100 in a truck. So I just finished watching the first season. I had never you know, heard about it before, and I'd recently heard about it, and so I watched the very first season. So you might be listening and uh, to this and, and saying right now that, yeah, you've already seen that before. Well, the reason I bring it up is I think that scenario, you know, very closely could mimic what a lot of folks are going through right now. You know, they dropped this billionaire off in the middle of, I won't ruin it for you if you want to watch it, but in the middle of, in a destination where he did not, uh, he was not familiar with and he wasn't aware they were going to take him. And they only left him with $100 in a truck. And what he said was in 90 days, he could create a million-dollar business. And just some of the things he did was, um, you know, one of the things he did, which I wouldn't have thought of necessarily, was he looked on uh, classifieds and found that military tires were in high demand in that location. And then what he did was, he continually searched the area for these military grade tires that I guess fit on tractors and things of that nature because he knew he could potentially make upwards of $1,800. On the first night he slept in his truck, second night he had to pay for a hotel, took him down to like $39. Then uh, he quickly realized he would really have to start making some cash um, and really plan out, okay, this is these are going to be my living expenses for 90 days is the calculation he made. And I won't spoil it for you in case you want to watch it, but it's very interesting to see what he did for cash, like now, because he was so 
really desperate. I mean, I think night two or three, he was crying. And one of the nights he was in the hospital. So very entertaining show, whether, you know, I don't know how much of it. I know a lot of people have said, well, some of it might've been, you know, reality type of TV and, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I think the meaning and message behind it was pretty powerful as far as you could literally have a hundred dollars and there are options to make cash now, but then also to be strategic as far as making cash in the future as well. Uh, some of the other things he did were um, flip the house, flip a couple of cars. I mean, it was very interesting stuff seeing him to build teams um, and seeing him, you know, build the business, which uh, was eventually valued close to a million dollars. So I guess I kind of did ruin it for you, but still definitely watch. Uh, I mean, if you're interested in something like that, check that out and love to hear your feedback. Like I said, maybe we'll start a little club entrepreneurs TV club or whatever. And then the book I just read was, I hope I don't butcher his name, James Altucher. And his book was about, um, billionaires think you know i think it was called think like a billionaire something like that where he basically actually i can tell you right now what the title of it is but i think it was called think like a billionaire anyway he interviewed the top billionaires everybody from tony robbins i mean the list was really impressive as far as who he interviewed so I def definitely recommend um, that book. I actually listened to the audio book. And, you know, both the show and the book are really talking about money, investing money, starting businesses that make money. Obviously, it's talking about a lot more than just that, how to make a positive impact on the world and society, how to use your, your passions to, to fuel your dreams, to, you know, really build a legacy and something that means something. I mean, you really talked about a lot more than just making money. But since I'm seeing that folks are so interested in our money episodes, I wanted to mention, you know, those couple of programs, the book that I'm reading right now, the show that I just watched, which are both about money, making money now, you know, or even just people sharing their story of how they went from nothing to being billionaires, which is very, very applicable right now. And then just sharing my personal story of going through 2008 and what I did as far as being in school, having a main job, having a couple of side jobs, starting a business, just to kind of help you with the ideation process of thinking about what you could do right now during the pandemic. This episode is brought to you by The Wise We Company. Visit www.thewisewecompany.com today for information on services like our anti-procrastination events, help desk services to simplify email, or even business process redesign services. Reach out today. A couple of other notes I wrote here to share with you is just around you know, if you still have a job, we kind of talked about that. Now, if you've lost your job, 
I mean, maybe some of the things to consider would be, like we mentioned, going back to school or starting a business. Uh, I think one underutilized resource is probably LinkedIn. You hear a lot about LinkedIn. I think the only thing with LinkedIn is you need to be strategic on LinkedIn. Um, you can definitely make a general post to ask if anybody knows who's hiring, but then you could also very deliberately and strategically um, search for you know, positions as well, like positions amongst your network. And if you find a position at a company uh, where someone within your network works, you could always message them privately and maybe ask them for more information on that, ask them for an introduction to someone at the company. So that's could be a very useful way. I know in the past, many years ago, actually, man, maybe 2007, that was how I got a job was just through network, not even on LinkedIn, just talking to people face-to-face at school at the time. Now, obviously, now you can't talk to people face-to-face as much, but the concept still rings true. It's just communicating with people to find out, you know, who's hiring, what opportunities are out there. Of course, you could use the, the you know, job search you know, opportunity or the job search softwares that that are out there, the job search websites. But I've found in the past, the best way is really to communicate with people and and find out what they know, um, either within their company or elsewhere. Uh, Micro investing, I really like that because even if you only have a, you know, a few bucks to play around with, it's literally all you need with apps like Robinhood and Acorn. So definitely that might be something else to look into. Um, and I don't have to, I'm not a um, licensed, you know, investment broker or anything like that, but I do like the concept of compounding and putting my money somewhere uh, and leaving it to where it compounds year after year as Warren Buffett and a lot of other billionaires like to talk about. And now, obviously, as we've said in other episodes, is a great time to invest in your health, fitness, and psychology through meditation and reading books. So I'd say to make money now and then also set yourself up in the future to make money. These are just some of the things at a high level. And maybe we'll do some other episodes and dive deeper into this. Not only I'll dive deeper, but then also dive deeper into this with guests as well. So thank you all for tuning in for this you know, really short action item list of what you could do to make money now and also set yourself up to make some money in the future so that, you know, you could start thinking about how to be recession proof. Till next time, win at Life Entrepreneurs.